So we're coming into the season of Advent, which is celebrated many different ways in many different church traditions. But basically, it's a time to wait. And the word Advent means waiting or coming. Waiting on the arrival of a person. And the church celebrates Advent as we remember the coming or arrival of Jesus at his birth. It's a season of waiting leading up to Christmas. How good are you at waiting? Most of us aren't very good at waiting, if we're honest, me included. Francis Chan, in his book Crazy Love, which we were studying in our connect group, challenged us to join the longest queue in the supermarket to learn to slow down. Yeah, right. I want to get out of there as quickly as possible. Our culture doesn't help, does it? Everything is geared to instant. We don't even have to go to the supermarket. We just go on our phones and order same-day delivery. It's hard to wait, isn't it? It's especially hard to wait for God. We are often in an incredible hurry, but God isn't. Have you perhaps discovered that? We want things to happen now, if not sooner. God seems to take his time. You may be thinking, I've waited long enough for God to act, and nothing's happened. Some of you may be waiting to re receive help with a medical problem. Some may be waiting on job applications or future plans to work out. Some may be waiting for prayers to be answered, at least answered in the way you think God should answer them. All this waiting is difficult. But even in the waiting, God is at work in our lives. Can we accept that? Can we trust that that is true? There's nothing quite like waiting for the arrival of a baby. Even while the expectant mother waits, God is at work within her, forming and shaping the life of a baby. We all know what happens if the baby is premature. It often cannot breathe on its own, and it may not even develop fully or have problems later on in life. When we're waiting for something, it's better to trust God's timing, not force a solution. If you've tried that, it often doesn't turn out well, does it? Conception is the promise. Delivery and birth fulfill that promise. But between promise and fulfillment, there are months, nine months in this case, of waiting, expecting and planning, along with months of discomfort, uncertainty, and even anxiety. Waiting's hard. Luke's story of the first advent is the story of the angel Gabriel appearing to Mary, a young betrothed teenage virgin, and telling her she's going to bear a son and she is to call him Jesus. This is what the angel says to her from Luke chapter 1, verses 32 and 33. 
He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary is clearly confused. As she is a virgin, she asks the angel how this could happen. Perhaps there's something about Joseph, her betrothed, and that she doesn't know. It's not that simple. The angel answered her, this is in verse 35, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. There's the promise. But what happens in the waiting? It's not easy. Think of all the stuff that Mary goes through with her family. Joseph wanting to divorce her till the angel intervenes. The adverted faces and judging looks she must have received from the people of Nazareth. And what about morning sickness? Many of us know what that's like. Then a journey. I'm not even sure she actually had a donkey to ride on, to be honest. The journey was 90 to 100 miles to Bethlehem for the census. And finally, the last straw, which must certainly have broken the camel's back, um, if they had a camel, nowhere to stay, everywhere booked up. How would you like to sleep with animals in a stable? When things get difficult, when the fulfillment of God's promise seems delayed, it's easy to turn against God, to be angry with him. But that's not the kind of waiting God desires for us. There is no record of Mary mumbling, grumbling, or complaining. But I wonder if she lamented. The Psalms are full of people lamenting crying out to God for help or against injustice. God knows our heart. He loves us and he wants us to be real with him. We can lament and then we come to the place of saying, Lord, this is really hard, but I trust you. And we wait for the fulfillment of the promise as Mary did. What a blessing that baby turned out to be. Shepherds were directed by angels to come and worship the Christ child. Magi from the east followed a star that predicted the arrival of a king, and they presented Jesus with magnificent gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When Mary and Joseph presented Jesus in the temple eight days after his birth, as was the custom, Simeon prophesied over him, saying, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for the glory of your people Israel. Luke chapter 2, verses 29 to 32. And Luke goes on to say in verse 40, 
And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of the Lord was upon him. The fulfillment of the promise must have been beyond Mary and Joseph's wildest dreams. So here's the lesson for us to learn from this season of Advent or waiting. Wait for the Lord despite the difficulties. Can I say that again? Wait for the Lord despite the difficulties. The question is, how do we wait? There are two types of waiting, passive and active. Advent is an invitation to live our lives actively, not passively, waiting for Jesus to return, for the second coming. We live in a time called the now and the not yet. And you must have heard us speak about this, the Vineyard Church, and some of you may wonder what it means. It means that Jesus has already come to earth, and now we live in the victory over death and sin in our lives because he took our punishment on the cross and suffered and died in our place so that we can live life in abundance. But life is still hard because we're hanging in that in-between time. Jesus already came, but he is coming back, and we are waiting for his return. During this now and not yet time, life will get harder before it gets easier. But as we wait, we can rest in the truth that Jesus will return as he promised. And he said in Revelation 21, 3 to 5, this is what it's going to look like. Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. Behold, I am making all things new. That's the fulfillment. Behold, I am making all things new. What is really awesome is that God involves us in making all things new while we wait. He gives us a role to play. So during Advent, we're invited to be more active in our waiting, using our gifts and passions to glorify God, to worship the Lord, and share the gospel with others. This is why we're singing carols outside Tesco on Saturday morning and handing out goodie bags full of sweets and stories of Jesus and invitation to our Christmas services, all 200 that some of you packed a few Saturdays ago. This is why we're going to the Pear Tree Pub and singing carols and using the opportunity to engage with people who might not otherwise meet and to shine Jesus to them. I pray you'll join us. We had such a wonderful time last year outside Tesco. So many of you were there singing. And those of us that they wouldn't let us join in, um, we, we handed out the goodie bags. 
And we'll look really stupid if three of us pitch up at a pub to try and sing carols. Please, please, please be there. And this is why we're doing a carol service, to attract our friends and neighbors who might not otherwise have heard the good news. And this is why we're meeting on Christmas Eve, to worship our king, which, believe it or not, is actually more important than getting the turkey in the oven, just so you know. We are not just to sit back and wait passively, but to take part in this incredible story. So what will you be doing as you wait? Will you be joining us? When Advent is over, Christmas has come and gone, the presents are all unwrapped, the leftovers are used up, and life settles back into a routine, will you still be waiting for the Lord to return and fulfill his promise? Will you still be seeking his face and following after him, loving and serving him, his body, the church, as you wait? So here's the second and final lesson to learn from the season of Advent or waiting. Live every day as though the Lord is coming back today. Have expectant hearts and trust him eagerly awaiting his return. Honestly, he could be back now. Are you ready? Do you live each day? And if he came back, you'd be in that place, ready to welcome him, to love him, to greet him, or would you be running and hiding? Every day, let's look forward to his coming again. Not just live in the now. Let's think about that not yet and prepare our hearts for it. And I'd like to end with this quote from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Through all the advents of our life, we shall wait and look forward with longing for that day of the Lord when God says, I am making everything new. So I hope it's given you something to think about as you wait. And I just have two questions. Tracy, I know you're going to struggle. I haven't included the first one. What is the hardest thing you have ever waited for? What is the hardest thing you have ever waited for? And then could you see God in the waiting, during the waiting, or afterwards? Or could you see him at all? And then I want you to pray for each other as you wait for God to fulfill his promise to you. So let's share what we're waiting for. Let's share what we're hoping for. And let's lift each other up and pray in God's timing. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. For those of you online, it's been lovely having you joining us. And we're going to say goodbye now. So thank you for being with us. <laughs>